Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you were. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian. Also, he is the host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how goes it today? How are you doing? Pretty good. Ready Thanks to watch some ball? Ready to watch some ball? Ready to watch some ball. And it's nice to know, you know, the problem with, with uh, watching ball now is first you say, oh, I'm going to watch this game. And then, then the universal exercise is figuring out where is it? You know, I mean, like, am I going to watch this game? Well, it's on NBC, so I think all of us can watch this game tonight, and uh, and it should be fun. Uh, I hate how bad the consumer has gotten killed in the past decade. We can watch more than we ever have, but the amount of subscriptions we have to pay for and the amount of different, um, you know, uh, conglomerates that, that, especially with the NFL, I I don't even know where – NBC – because Thursday is going to be Amazon as we get into the year, right? Isn't that how that right. works? I yeah. think so, yeah. No, it's true, honestly, of a lot of things, that um, we have a lot more options, and they all cost a lot of money, and they're a pain in the ass. And so that's also true, of, uh, of honestly, of what you read. Like, once upon a time, you just got a subscription to the commercial PO, and 250,000 people did, and maybe at Sports Illustrated or Time, came to your came to your house uh that you know that that week and that was pretty much it now you have to decide am i going to uh am i going to pay for the ca am i going to pay for the the daily memphi am i going to pay but you can read you can read the uh, new york times you can read the washington post i used to when i was uh, in college i used to because as a devout fan of the buffalo bills i'd want to know what the hell is going on and so there was an out-of-town newsstand in the middle of Harvard Square, and they got the Buffalo News or the Buffalo Courier Express uh, two or three days later in the mail. And I would walk up, and I'd find it, and I'd try to read as much as I could, sort of just, you know, I'd sneak it out and hold it a little bit. I'd try to read as much as I could before the guy told me to put it back. 
because I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, pay two twenty five. <laughs> I didn't have two twenty five to pay for the out of town. So, um, and now I can read, Oh, the athletic, I pay for the athletic, right? I pay Same. for, I, I don't pay for the Buffalo news. Uh, but I, you know, there's the Buffalo news. There's the rats. Like you can read anything you want. You can read the Atlantic. You can read, it's fantastic. And then, and then it's a pain in the ass because you have to decide what you're going to pay for, what you're not going to pay for. And so we, we sift through it. And it's the same thing with, it's not even just streaming. It's not just sports. It's, it's streaming generally unbelievable yeah. golden age of television and shows and everything else. And yet then you run into what exactly are you going to pay for? Here's the truth. Once upon a time, I think this is true. It is true. TV didn't cost anything. <laughs> you just, there was no TV bill. Like growing up, my parents had a TV. They plugged it in. They had these little rabbit ears. They yep. got the three. And, but there was, no, there was never a bill for TV. The, the TV was free. It was paid for by the commercials that were NBC or ABC or CBS had, and then PBS, and that was it. Like that was, there, was no, there was no bill for that. There was a phone bill, and so you'd have a phone bill, but that was it. And there was no, and, and you had limited, you had limited choices, but you had no great expense. Now, I do wonder what the average American spends on viewing, right? Just if you just take viewing, all the streaming services, all the cable, everything else. I mean, it's like it's like a. I don't a even want to know. Is it like a car payment? Or do you think it adds up? To oh, easily, four easily, no question, right? Like I mean, I, I mean, uh, Xfinity. I mean, everything else. If I was paying full for no, everything, that's counting, at least. I'm not, I'm not counting your basic. The I'm not counting your internet service that right. you're using, so you can. I think I'm, it easily I'm, for most folks gets to four hundred. I mean. It's four hundred when you when you add them all up. What do you think most people just basic cable? Well, of course, there's unplugging. People don't do right. this anymore. But like your AT and T, your your if you do a bit some kind of a cable package, right? What's that? One eighty? What do people most yeah. people pay for a cable package? One eighty like to two twenty, right? something like that. Something in there, and then you layer on most people and most people. I don't know what most people is, but a lot of people have three at least three streaming services. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, they might have Amazon Prime anyway, so I don't even know if they count that. Right. But then they got Netflix and then they got Hulu or the Max. Like what it, and then they got, they probably have Max. Peacock. And, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it, and you think it gets pretty easily to 300 bucks. Easily. I, I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't. That, that is just an expense that Americans didn't use. Like, that's 300 bucks a month that Americans didn't use to. Hey, it just didn't that 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 didn't exist, and now, and now it's just sort of built in. It's just yeah. built into to, to to what we do. So it's but anyway, it's nice when you find something that is. And I, by the way, this is going to get worse or better yeah. or whatever else. The good news is is that I do think as it increasingly gets broken up and a la carte, you will in fact, and maybe this is a fair, you will pay for what you want. And what you use, as opposed to there was a world not long ago 
when lots of people paid for ESPN, even though they never watched any ESPN. And increasingly, I mean, we know right now that ESPN is exploring having their main ESPN be streaming, right? Mm. They don't, that, that's not true now. That's another one I get. I get ESPN Plus. So yep. right now you get ESPN Plus, so you can watch all kinds of other things. But ESPN is not available just by streaming. They're looking into that. And ultimately, I think that's more fair. But my God, so much of the world is, is a pain in the ass. You know what else is a total pain in the ass? Insurance. Yeah. I mean, isn't insurance just freaking criminal? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you got to have it, though. All, you got to have it. You, you pay all this for insurance, and then you realize when you need a claim, A, it's meeting your deductible first, so it's not covered, or you did something wrong, so it's not covered. It's something that whatever isn't covered, and then it jacks up your insurance because you had the nerve to make a claim or something, mm-hmm. and it's incredibly complicated. And I'm talking about whether it's health insurance, whether it's car insurance, whatever else it is, whether it's homeowners insurance. My God, don't get me started on uh, on one of those, you know, uh, the, what 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 are they called? The home the home warranty stuff. Oh my freaking God, those are a total disaster. It is <laughs> it is adulting, as they say. Yes, is really it makes you long for the days when you were eight years old. And you were at a football game, and it was the football game hadn't started, and you were just throwing the football around with your friends in the grass, and you didn't have to worry about anything. Like you didn't have to worry about any of this stuff. None of this stuff mattered at all to you. You just wanted to go play football with Johnny. You're not lying. You're not lying. Now, uh, are rabbit ears even a thing anymore? Can we? Do we have confirmation on I that? Don't, I think they are. I, I do believe. I bet people right now listening to us. There are people who do have TV with rabbit and probably can watch tonight. Right? Yeah, they can watch NBC tonight and they can see Travis Kelsey officially ruled out. How about that? Are, are we going? Are we officially? News. We're officially on the Lions train, right? You, you can't. Or are you still betting on uh, no, Patrick would Mahomes? I, would, I, would I? Who would? I, would I, no, I will take. No, there's no way. You know, the other thing is, I know Dan Campbell is a great uh, story and people love him and he's fiery and all of that. That's, it's not just that Kansas City has home, home field advantage, not just that they have a massive quarterback advantage. They have a massive coaching advantage. And by the way, the Lions couldn't stop the run last year, last year either, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure that like, they fixed that. No, I'll take the Chiefs at home okay. on the night that they, that when they, night they, give, the, the, when they give out the, the uh, Super Bowl, you know, when, the, when they present them with their formal, I'll take them. But I have, it gives me more hope. I, I just don't want Detroit to have another year. I mean, let's be honest. They have expectations now. If we wake up tomorrow and Kansas City has won and Detroit has lost, right, that is not very interesting. It, of course not. Because not, not only that, Kansas City won without, without their, their next two best players, right? And – they still won, and Detroit still lost, and here we are back where we thought we'd be. If it's the other way around, we can then say, huh, wonder if Kansas City is vulnerable. Wonder when they're going to get their players in. When they're wonder, like, that will be intriguing, and Detroit will be intriguing. Well, so it is, it is dramatically more interesting story 
if Detroit wins tonight than if Kansas City wins tonight. Well, yeah, you're going to have to have big nights from Sky Moore, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, or Canarius uh, yeah, Tony, or the, Noah Gray. I don't, I don't have the skepticism that you have about about their <laughs> receiving core. I think Sky Moore could be really good, and Canarius Tony's good when he's healthy. He's just not healthy usually, but he's he's going to be healthy tonight. So. Um, I am not as skeptical about that as you are, but um, but we have a tendency with like defending champions to just assume that they're going to be okay even through injuries. I remember we did that with the Warriors way back when when the KD got hurt and Clay got right. hurt. You're like, oh, it's going to be business as usual. They they have championship That's DNA. Not. They're going to figure it out, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. Well, and or when the at, Chiefs or when the Chiefs had no alignment against the Bucks. Oh, it's going to be business at, as usual. They'll get the Rams, over it. You look at the Rams last year. Rams got destroyed in their opener last year. Um, and so now it is amazing how they have fallen off the cliff. Now they didn't just fall off the cliff. They, they disgorged most of their good players. So there's yeah. a reason that they fell off the cliff. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm, I, it, it, it's, I think we assume as long as the key, the, the foundational players are still in good health, we assume that things will just roll along. Right. And I, I think that's true, as long as the foundational players are in good health. Yeah, but two and of the three foundational. One, here there's one foundational player. and and um, But, yeah, no, I, I, I remember, like, I look forward to the days that we could start saying, are the Chiefs dead? Like, that would be great. We did that with the Patriots for a long time, remember? Yep. There was, in fact, one night when the Chiefs beat the hell out of them on, like, Thursday night football, and we were like, are the Patriots dead? And sadly, they came back and won two more Super Bowls. So, um, anyway, but it, it, it add, this certainly adds to the intrigue, and I think probably smart not to play him. I mean, I don't know if it was arguable or not, but in the end, this is just one game. Yep. In the end, I do like the Chargers more than Jeffrey certainly does, but well, um, he's he's a Justin Herbert. Some we could could we call he him is, a hater? We call him a Justin Herbert hater. I think that's fair. he is. I think he's. If you're gonna assemble the the list of of uh, of entities who he doubts uh, or criticizes, Justin who that the rest of the world. It's Justin Herbert and Hugh Freeze would be at the top. <laughs> well, he would like, call himself like, a Justin like, Herbert like, realist, though, right? He would call himself a Justin Herbert truther. Yes. Exactly right. Not a hater. <laughs> um, but uh, And he would say the same thing about Hugh Freeze. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, in the same way it makes sense for the Bills to be, you know, if Von Miller's not ready, he should be. Like, in the end, the point isn't to win game one. The point is to win uh, in January and February. I'm, I'm hyped up about uh, your, your Monday night football matchup, though, Bills at Jets. I'm ready to see what the Jets bring forward. I, I, I would imagine you still have a fair amount of confidence considering the Jets' offensive line's not all that great, and we'll see what, uh, we'll see what the Bills can get done even without Von Miller. They brought in Leonard Floyd. They should have uh, at least some reinforcements that they didn't have last year when Von Miller went down. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I never – I never try to expect anything of my bills because if you don't have any hope, you can't be disappointed. You can't get your heart broken if you don't have any hope. But that's my general approach. But having said that, um, you know, Micah Hyde is back. Tredavious White is back. Von Miller will be back. Um, If there's anything, and the truth of the matter is, I think people have sort of ignored this, but they actually have put better weapons you know, Dalton Kincaid, uh, yeah. I, I think will help. Um, and so 
They have slightly better weapons around Josh Allen. To me, the real question is the Jets' defensive front is really good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And the Bills' offensive line has struggled. Now, they've made some changes there. Osiris Torrance from Florida. Love him, by the way. And and he's sort of a type that they haven't had. You know, he's a masher in the way that they haven't. And so, so it'll be interesting to see. I think that's the question: is can they keep can they keep Josh Allen? Um, you know, so he's not running around feeling like he has to do everything. But uh, but you're exactly right. By the same token, can the Jets protect Aaron Rodgers? I think that's an interesting question. Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. What do you think about the Army? Uh, to the American conversation, I I have said I said uh, in the segment before you came on. I think it's a little bit short sighted when you look at a football only school. I think there's some morality to it when you look at not trying to break down um, the the regionality of the conference and you're bringing in a service academy. So there is that. But I, if you're trying to generate revenue, if you're trying to replace SMU, this does not replace SMU in the slightest. To me, the reason that it is. Listen, Army is a perfectly respectable. Obviously, they struggled before in the conference. They left, and they, and, they, and they left, and then they've been pretty good lately, really. Like, if you just look at wins and losses and bowl appearances and whatever, they've been pretty good lately. I think the reason that people are as negative about it as they are, and I haven't seen anyone who's like, yeah, great, Let's, that's, that's transformative, right? I think the reason that people are as negative about it as they are is – that it just signals a lack of ambition. Yes, right, 100%. So if you thought that the AAC was going to be trying to upgrade, if, you, if your hopes for the conference was that they were going to try to do something, you know, it's like whatever. It's like if you think your football program is going to go hire a big fish coach and in the end just hire a retread, it's like, oh, that's what we're doing. There's no ambition here. And to me, I, I don't know that it was realistic to think that the conference was going to be ambitious, but it's pretty clear. No, they, they got a, a downgrade from SMU, perfectly reasonable one. Like Army's not some embarrassment to add. I think the reason that it's deflating to people is it absolutely signals that we're not in the business of trying to do something great here. We're not yeah. in the business of we're in the business of being practical, uh, keeping it regional, uh, not spending a lot of money, 
to get out to, to have to travel and whatever else and not shooting for the stars, we're just going to, okay, we lost that guy. We're going to bring in someone else. And, and, and to me, that's what's deflating about it. It's that is it absolutely confirms or signals that there's not a lot of ambition in the conference to be something better than it is right now. It's nothing really against Army. It's what it says about the big picture. Yeah, and I think Army, like we've watched Navy disintegrate in the new age of NIL right. and Transfer Portal, and like we know all the restrictions that service academies have. If you're adding them as a football only, I just don't know if there's growth potential in that football program. I think they've reached their peak under Jeff Munkin, and that's sort of what they're going to be. That's 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 sort of another part of it and that's not frustrating. Only is that true? What it it, 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 it listen? If if that's what they're going to be, I'd take it because I think that I I suspect they will be less than they have been. On you know, like if you could give me the last just lost to UL Monroe last week. Yeah, but if you can the the if you can give me the last six years of what Army has accomplished, you know, basically has as many W's, nearly as many W's over the last six years as Memphis has, right? Uh-huh. I would take that. I think you're exactly right. It's not just that they don't have a particularly high ceiling because of no NIL and all of that. It's that I don't think they will duplicate what they've done over the last six years. Yeah, you know, because I'm of with NIL. You. I think they have a they have it. Here's the here's the truth. They're the they're that they're that rare program that has a low ceiling and a low floor, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's not even a high floor. <laughs> they have a low floor and a low ceiling, and that's the program you've decided to add. Yeah, totally uninspiring. And I don't think that like okay, I I would have been if they wanted to expand west and look at Oregon State and Washington State, I would have been totally for it. I think that you could potentially when you re up on a deal, maybe generate more TV revenue. You have a, a more competitive conference with those two schools. I like those two schools, especially in football. They've been solid lately. But even if you didn't want to go out west, I think you could have kept your regional footprint the same with other schools, whether it be the Sun Belt or the or Conference USA or whatever. I, I'm going to name four schools here. Tell me if give me a yes if you think it would be a better addition than than Army. Let's start Liberty. Yes, Coastal, Carolina. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's a question there a little bit with you know we haven't seen it for a long time, but clearly higher ceiling. Yes, Louisiana. Yes. Probably, but yeah. that was more of a question mark there. Right here. Yeah, yeah. How about App State? Are you not going to? I, I was. State that was my last one. Appalachian State. Clearly, yes. I, and like, yeah. I, I mean, when we're talking about like growth potential, too, Liberty, Coastal Carolina, and App State are all they've grown all a lot in the past decade. I mean, we're talking right. about one double A schools into one A into FBS and thriving. In, in the FBS, doing really well in their in their current conferences, and obviously I know no, Liberty's honestly, an independent. The only, thing, the only the only downside is you feel like those are schools that might you know, like UCF, be, be beneath the Tigers, enter and then and then soar past the Tigers. <laughs> like, but but, but, but if you're if you're Mike Oresco, wouldn't you want that? You want that? I don't understand. I don't understand it. I, I really don't understand it, except for whatever the symmetry, because you already have Navy as a. You know, football only. So you're going to get Army as a football only. But then, of course, as as is well established now, you don't even get the Army Navy game uh, as a conference game, or I don't believe as part of the TV package. And so you just get the worst of Army uh, to go along with the worst of Navy. No, I think it's totally uninspired. I think it's totally uninspired. It's sort of reality, and well, it's too I, bad. Were you of the opinion Mike Oresco would be a little bit have a little more foresight in this conversation? Because I, I I certainly thought he would. 
Well, he's been very aggressive um, rhetorically, right? <laughs> yes, you know? of course. So you would have wanted the actions to be as to be as aggressive as the as the words had been over the last three years. Um, you know, they. I mean, hell, they still have the P six flag at the other the other day at the yeah. University of Memphis at that game. You know, they run around with yeah. the. They still are running around with a P six flag, um, which is a little weird, but. Um, only a few more yeah. months where they can do that. It's only a few more months they can have the P six flag. That will that will be retired. Are they gonna Are they gonna go P five? <laughs> are they gonna, are they gonna, are they gonna put out for a P five flag? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> if they're gonna abandon the entire campaign. Yeah, I get you. Now, uh, last thing I have to leave you with: Did you see the SI report about the ACC considering neutral site games in Dallas to cut down on travel costs to Stanford and Cal, or Stanford and Cal all the oh, way to the East Coast? That. I did yes. not see that. Well, this is just a report. I don't think they'll actually do this because this would be the biggest joke in college sports, college athletics. And there are a lot of jokes that we could, I mean, in college athletics right this second. But that would be single-handedly the and most so ridiculous thing non, ever. Is this for purely Olympic sports? Is that what they would do for Olympic sports? This was all, this was all sports. From what, this was from all sports, from what I understand, reading the report. It was a short report on Sports Illustrated. I mean, I, listen. I feel bad for volleyball players who uh, who are in uh, Eugene, Oregon, and have to go play in State College and are be flying commercial on a Wednesday night. <laughs> you know, like I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I don't, but I don't know if playing in Dallas is the answer. We can get a nonstop meet in Dallas and whatever. I know it's. The, get rid of home games. Great, great, great response. This is you've done this to yourself. You've you've done this to yourself in the great pursuit of, of cash. You've now created an untenable situation. Like there's nothing that's there is. It's lose lose. There's there's nothing great about having to fly to State College from Eugene for a volleyball game, and there's nothing about a great about flying to some neutral place and and doing a bunch of games there either. That's a you have you have in the in your you know, rabid pursuit of money, you have made life worse for the people that you pretend to represent. Make the decisions and and then try to come up with the uh, answers later uh, to the questions about travel and everything else. It's just stupid. It really is. I, I don't know any other way to put it. But, Jeff, appreciate it as always. Thanks, we'll do Jeff. it again tomorrow. See ya. Thanks, man. Enjoy the game tonight. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Daily Memphian columnist, also the host of the Jeff Calkin Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. I always tell you about Old Dominic. They have all the spirits you could possibly need. You can also go down to their uh, distillery. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you about that in a second. I always bring up the Tennessee whiskey, but they have a new line coming out that I am so damn excited for. Four separate bottles of Old Dominic bourbon. We have some bourbon coming out. They have two bottles of casks, cask strength. Um, they're definitely going to be higher um, uh, than, uh, than normal when it comes to uh, how, how they will hit you, the proof, if you will. But make sure you get over there. They have one aged four years, one aged five years. They also have the regular uh, bourbon, and they have a bottled and bond version. Try to go check that out at your favorite locally owned liquor store, favorite locally owned restaurant. They may have it uh, for you to enjoy, but also check out that Tennessee whiskey made right here in the heart of downtown Memphis, distilled, barreled, aged, and bottled in Memphis. First time that's been the case since Prohibition. The flavor is going to be great. Maple sugar charcoal distilling. You can uh, have it on ice. Make sure you drink it neat if you want to. You can mix it in your favorite cocktail, but you will 
Love it, no doubt. And also head on down to that state-of-the-art distillery and witness firsthand what makes Old Dominic so damn special. Whether you're stopping in for a freshing drink while exploring Memphis, joining them for that tour and tasting, which you can book at olddominic.com, or you can check out all their great products there as well. Or, or you're just trying to host a special event, which you can do that, wedding, wedding reception. You will love what you see at that distillery. But also, Old Dominic's the official spirit of the Memphis Grizzlies. There's two separate bar locations inside FedEx Forum, whether you're watching a game, Tigers, Grizzlies, whether you're seeing your favorite uh, comedian, favorite artist, you can stop in at one of those two bar locations for a craft cocktail. Old Dominic Distillery, come say hi. Now we need to take a trip around the NFL before we hear, uh, before we see uh, Lions at Chiefs tonight. We'll do that next, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN, and it's officially time to take a trip around the National Football League. The Las Vegas Raiders. This is an interesting situation that's developing, and Chandler Jones, who is a DN that got signed by the Raiders last offseason, only had four and a half sacks and 15 games played. Um, and he was he is a premier pass rusher, but he has not been the same in, in a little bit, and he's getting up there in age. But he has not been with the team this entire offseason, and yesterday it all came to a head when the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, sent a member of a crisis response team to his home. I don't know what crisis he was in, but then he responded with a bunch of Instagram stories, and it was all over the place. I, I don't even know how to read this. First, he said, the Raiders sent this woman to my place and said, you need to come up, come with us. You're in danger. He had a laughing face emoji with that. He then said, they had me outside in my drawers, LOL, naked. So there was that. And then he said, that lady was rude. Then I got to uh, showing her some of them texts. I guess he was talking with GM Dave Ziegler and with uh, head coach Josh McDaniels. And he said, and then she switched up. Buddy from the Raiders tried to give me the look, like don't say anything. Now I understand why players turn to social media. At first I frowned upon it, but it's our only outlet. If I didn't do this, it would have been kept under wraps. Anybody interview them and ask why I'm not on the team? Because I don't know. Strange, strange strange situation. situation. Like, and I want to stay away from speculating on what's going on. But they need to get on the same page, and I hope that Chandler Jones is okay. Like, that that's where I'm at because that is very erratic behavior activity. And the fact that the Raiders thought that they needed to send a crisis response team, what's going on? What's going on in his life at this moment? And this is a guy who they signed last offseason, and it's not going to work out. It doesn't feel like that that it is. It's going to be an interesting season for the Raiders, <laughs> to say the least, to say the least. The Buffalo Bills. So Bills running back Naeem Hines, who suffered a torn ACL in a jet ski accident during the preseason, is now suing the person that hit him. He's going to miss the entire 2023 season. He was going to play a big role with them, pass catching out of the backfield, one of the pass catching, best pass catching backs in the league. He had two kickoff returns in the game after DeMar Hamlin went through all the situations that he went through uh, in that Bengals game last year. But Naeem Hines... Suing that person, I wonder. I mean, I wonder how this all turns out because he certainly has a case. He's missing out on a big amount of money. I think three million this year. I, first of all, I wonder if that person can foot that bill. Not a lot of people can foot a three million dollar bill in the grand scheme of things. But Naeem Hines is suing that person. I think that. 
I think that this is actually deserved. I think he he ought to go after this person because they weren't paying attention and any type of accident like this, you get a lot of people involved, but he's suing them. It's really hard to hit somebody in open water. That's so, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like, always... I, listen, we've all been on they one. Say it, they say it was an accident. I Like, that's... That's strange to me. Accidents it feels, can happen from negligence. But it doesn't feel like it would have been that accidental. It's really hard. It's really hard to do that. And they would have had him hit him right on his knee Listen, to do what I, they did. I get his frustration. He was going to be a premier running back for one of the best teams in the NFL. And all of a sudden, he's just not. Yeah. Uh, ACL, done for the year. And you don't know how he's going to return from that. Right. And I would imagine, like, well, the damages. With running back value right now. Yeah, and the damages going into the future, like, uh, how much he could miss out on going into the future. I wonder if that's going to come up in this whole thing. Um, but he's going to lawyer up and sue the person who hit him while he was on a jet ski. The Tennessee Titans. This is interesting for Titans fans because it does show where DeAndre Hopkins' mind was when he was on the open market. DeAndre Hopkins says that the 49ers, Cowboys, Giants, and Lions didn't want him after he reached out to them during his free agency. He said the Detroit Lions didn't want me, the Dallas Cowboys didn't want me, Giants didn't want me, S. Who else ain't want me? San Fran ain't want me. So he wanted to go to a premier team that he thought was built to go win a championship this year, and he ends up with the Titans. And he says, as a competitor, I can't wait to play them and honestly try my best to crush their ass. So I think that's a good mindset to have. But in the end of the day, DeAndre Hopkins was not wanted on the open market. That's strange to me in itself. This is a guy who's caught for a lot of yards when he's played the past two years, which I understand he's only played 17 games in the past two years. He has been a a great player still. He can still catch for 100 yards a game, get you the touchdowns, be a good red zone threat. Uh, He makes himself open. He's not necessarily the most fleet of foot, but he can always catch balls in traffic. Um, But he ended up settling for a pretty substantial payday. Well, the Titans ultimately, didn't he? And the other teams in the NFL were not takers. Can you name off those teams he listed real quick again? 49ers. Uh-huh. Cowboys. Uh-huh. Giants. Uh-huh. Lions. Yeah, they, the uh, Titans don't play a single one of those teams this season. Yep. <laughs> it's frustrating. So he's not going to be able to. He, <laughs> I'm not sure if he, he was, will a, not crush if he was aware of that. But, no, nah, you know, it's I, I understand. It's probably not the best thing that you want to hear if you're a Titans fan. But he's also added comments about, how Vrabel, he loves Mike Vrabel, and yeah. he's got a lot of chemistry with Tannehill. Work, I think he's going to have a pretty good season, man. He's just got to stay on the damn field, stay right? On the field. Stay on the field. I, now let's break down these one by one because I'm curious. 49ers okay. as a fit, not a fan. Not I a actually, fan. I like it. I, I would have liked it with 49ers. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, all his pass catchers. DeAndre Hopkins is not going to get volume in that situation, wouldn't have gotten volume in that situation. Oh, I, I I just like the fit. Just having him as like your third guy, like DeAndre Hopkins. But does he is a want? Did receiver. he want to be a third guy? I don't no. think he oh, wanted hey, to be a third I'm guy. I'm not saying. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey but you're saying. Happen. I'm yeah, just saying. I yeah. wouldn't like to see. Yeah. It. And also, I I saw after the Nick Bosa deal, they have one of the highest paid tackles. They have the highest paid defensive player. They have one of the highest paid defensive tackles. They have. I mean, they are just lo- highest paid uh, running back. Highest paid. I mean, they are. They have spent a lot of money. I don't know if spending the amount of money that the Titans spent uh, on DeAndre Hopkins would have been in their best interest. Right. Cowboys wouldn't have got a lot of targets. Although, could you imagine receiver corps of Brandon Cooks, C.D. Lamb, DeAndre the whole point Hopkins? With the 49ers. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know if that would have worked out for him getting his <laughs> volume either. Giants would have made a lot of sense. The Giants would have made sense. That would have been yeah. fair. I would have liked that. But I guess the Giants weren't takers. 
And then the Lions, I think you run into a similar situation, especially when Jamison Williams gets back from the uh, from the suspended list. But I do think with all those young receivers, with a young receiver like Jamison Williams, DeAndre Hopkins would have been a good vet leader for them, right? That would have been nice. But him with the Titans, he's going to get all the volume he wants, and I think he should have a good year as long as he stays on the damn field. And I am of the opinion. I know the Jags are favored in that division. I get that. But their, their schedule is so tough. I think the Titans... As long as they stay healthy, and I get things can be fragile. Brian Tannehill goes down, Derrick Henry goes down, you start to feel different. But I think they can win that division. I think it's very, very possible that they can surprise it's, some folks this year. And it they seems have, like it's they a race have constantly, the two. They have constantly surprised folks under Mike Vrabel. Vrabel wins, man. He does. He does. And it, it is very interesting after all of those, you know, let go of all those guys in the offseason. He is not interested in rebuilding. He not is not all. interested in not losing at all. at all. I think if if the Titans, if they're big big three, Tannehill, Henry, and Hopkins can stay healthy, they'll have a shot. Yeah, and last quick thing, if you're just now joining us, Travis Kelsey out for tonight's opener against the Lions. That's that means something. That means something, guys. Come on, Lions. Come Don't on. sleep. I think the Lions have a chance. Four and a half points. I, I they they did move the line a point last night. I had a feeling that Travis Kelsey was gonna be out. It, it probably makes sense to sit him out game one. Yes, if you want to have him for the long haul. Well, listen, you know you're you're when you're the Chiefs, you know that you're going to be in the playoffs kind of by default. There's no reason to to trot him out week one against the Lions team that's hungry and trying to prove a point. You don't. That there's just that's a that's a tough situation to put an injured player in. So I no, I don't. And blame I'm not him at doubting all. Patrick Mahomes, but I do think that his weapons tonight are less than spectacular. I think that that's very fair. He's going to make them look better, but they are certainly not the level that he's had in the past. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, even last season, Travis Kelsey, like what he does so well is on those scramble drill plays when Patrick Mahomes breaks the pocket, whether it be a third down, you you have a line to gain. Travis Kelsey is so good at making himself available for a first down and getting them to convert. They don't have that target now. He's going to have to throw to Noah Gray, and I don't think Noah Gray. Doesn't it feel like on the same? He's not in the same category. Outside of Kansas City, it really feels like the whole country is rooting for the Lions tonight. There's something. There's something to that team. I don't. I think it may be the hard knocks thing. It's Dan Campbell. He's Detroit. Detroit, working class city that has never been good. Like they have it's been always 30 struggled. Years since in they the got NFL. a division title, let's go get that dang thing. Go they, get it. They've had hope at times, whether it was Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson. Like they, they, they never quite reached the potential. And uh, Dan Campbell's likable. He's very likable. He's a weirdo, but he's a likable weirdo. So I think that's sort of why everybody's on their side. And I think playing the Chiefs, dev, dev, it exacerbates it. No one likes a winner. No one likes a winner playing a loser. You want the loser to win that game. And I think the Lions are the historical loser here in this situation. I and fair. I think they can. <laughs> I think tonight, though, is a truly a big opportunity for them to get over it top is. and sort of announce that they are here and ready to go. Because you have the, all these damn expectations placed on them, based on winning eight of ten of your last uh, eight of your last ten games last year. They have to show that they can do that from the start this year. And they have a good roster. We'll see. We'll see. But that'll do it for the trip around the NFL. Small talk is next, and. Uh, Bears D-tackle, rookie D-tackle, Javon Dexter out of Florida learned a massive lesson, and I'll tell you what that lesson was on the other side right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is presented by the Memphis Touchdown Club. Talked with Ole Miss AD Keith Carter earlier in the show. He will be... 
at Hilton Memphis on Monday for the eight-part speaker series the Memphis Touchdown Club will hold throughout the fall. If you need tickets, information, go to memphistdclub.com. Now, I mentioned Bears rookie second-round pick. Defensive tackle Javon Dexter has learned a lesson about trusting people in this day and age of NIL, but he is a rookie, played for the Gators, Florida Gators, during his college years. But he is now suing a advance fund for violations of Florida's NIL and agency statutes. He's suing Big League Advance Fund. And it is because he took an influx of money that he thought was going to be NIL money for him, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, on the back end, he was not aware of certain um, contractual obligations when he signed a piece of paper. He wasn't aware of a clause in this NIL deal he signed with the Big League Advance Fund that the alleged clause says that he'll owe 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings for 25 years. I'll say that again. The clause that he's fighting against says that he'll owe 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings for 25 years. One, I got to say, read contracts before you sign them. There's no question that you should have known about this ahead of time. What I'll also say is big league advance fund shame on you. That is not an NIL deal. That is not just, hey, I'll get this money because I signed this piece of paper and agree to this NIL deal. That's a predatory loan is what that is. Someone needs to hold them accountable. I hope this all works out and he gets out of it and he, de- he keeps all of his money the whole nine yards. That's embarrassing, though, and I do think that there's another part of this, and when we got into this whole NIL space, I I was worried about this and, you know, predatory people trying to take money from you and getting you into these long-term contracts that you cannot get out of. But who at Florida oversaw this? Who at Florida allowed this to happen? You have to have more people in your ear. You have to have more people behind the scenes so they can protect the student-athlete. I find this whole thing embarrassing and shameful. I totally agree with you. That was going to be my first question was, how did the adults around him allow this to happen? You know, I understand not reading a contract. You got to do that. That's something, you know, he's got he's got to deal with because technically he did sign the contract. But there were adults in the room should have been like, hey, man, did you read it fully? Also, to be quite honest, they should have read it themselves. And, and But I'll say this. Talking with Keith Carter earlier, Ole Miss AD, he said that they haven't gotten to hire a whole bunch of new people. They've, they've just sort of had to add more to the plate of the compliance people. I feel like a lot of these athletic departments are overextended. But you shouldn't be overextended enough to let a guy enter into a deal like this. Again, the alleged clause says low 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings for 25 years. For 25 years. Here's, here's what I'll say to that. Uh, there's a conversation happening online right now about athletic departments, specifically with SIDs. There's points being made. Yes. I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. Everyone is so overextended in athletic departments right now. Yes, You're they asking are. them to wear 15 different hats. They didn't, they didn't sign up for that. I can tell you from experience how true that statement is. Gabe Goon, I You can... sign up to wear Woo. one, maybe two hats, and you're wearing 15 at once. Right, 23. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insane. But I, I, I feel bad for Javon Dexter. I feel bad. It's very it's a young guy. Situation. This is a young yeah. guy who wanted to get his NIL money and did it through a predatory loan, and I hope that I hope that this contract is not worth the paper it's written on, and I hope he gets out of it, and I hope we all fix this because this is, this is terrible, and this is the bad side of NIL that doesn't get brought up enough. Agreed. It's the bad side of it. Now, 
have one more hour left in the show, and uh, we're going to use it wisely. We have the Blitz at 6.30. I'll give you my AFC, NFC playoff picks as well as a Super Bowl pick. But coming up next, we'll get you some uh, picks for the Lions and Chiefs game tonight, Week 1 NFL with BetMGM tonight's own Ryan Horvat right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. G-A-B-E-K. That's my promo code. And kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds, terms, and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. Not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. With Labor Day savings at the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. They'll fit your space, fit your needs, and with extra large capacity, Samsung Laundry Pairs can fit more loads in less time. Plus, with free delivery on orders of $396 and up, you won't have to worry about fitting your new laundry pair in the back of your car. Final days to get up to $700 off select appliances like Samsung only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing value. 824 through 913 U.S. Only see store online for details. There's never been a better time for football fans to join the huddle for all the hard-hitting action with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and use bonus code RIGHT when you place a $10 pregame Moneyline wager on any pro football game. You'll receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of your wager's outcome. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, player props, live betting options, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and sign up today to get started. Go for the end zone with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's. 21 plus to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.